Coming to you live from deep with his side, the Wrestle House. My name is Carl Carafel, and welcome to another edition of Turnbuckle Talk. Merry Christmas, y'all. That's what we have called this one. Got a little bit of a housekeeping uh, thing that we need to do here first before we get started on this episode. But first, we've already got good evening from Matt. Matt, it is so awesome to have you here for the show in the chat. I always appreciate it. Thank you so much. So first off, two housekeeping notes. For all of you that are watching this video right now, look down at the bottom. Look at that ticker. You're going to see manscaped.com. Manscaped.com is an amazing product that yes, even I use myself. I have got the shed here. I have got the reviver, the ball reviver. I have got the uh, crop preserver some nice uh, deodorant for your man sack. And I have the lawnmower 4.0. This thing is absolutely amazing. And you should definitely make sure that you go and get yourself one as well and save yourself some money by using the promo code love wrestling. Now something special for this episode tonight, I am going to take a shot of Jägermeister for every person that goes and uses that promo code. All I ask is that you send me a screenshot showing that you actually have used the promo code to any of the social media sites at TB Talk Pod, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now, I will put that back up in just a few moments, but first, I want to put this up here as well. As many of you know, Mighty Joe was part of this program for a long, long time. He was the creator of it and has left the podcasting world. So in honor of Mighty Joe, we are going to be doing the first annual Mighty Joe Awards. And there is a link down at the bottom there, a SurveyMonkey link, which is available as well on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TB Talk Pod. What I want you to do is go and just vote. That's all you need to do. There's only eight questions that are there. And next week, we are going to unveil the Mighty Joe Awards. So surveymonkey.com slash r slash WLG3WXM. I'm going to say that once again for you. Surveymonkey.com slash r slash WLG number three WXM. 
FM. Go and take a look at that again. It's right there at TB Talk Pod on our social medias. You can click the link to go and take that survey. So for the rest of this episode, I'm going to have this ticker on manscaped.com and that promo code love wrestling. Remember, make sure you send me a screenshot of your purchase using that promo code and I will. I will definitely take a shot of Jaeger. I have got my empty glass right here so that you can actually see that there is Jaeger going into that glass. Now, I have a very special guest on with me here tonight. Bubba Duke could not be here. Work called him away as we are in the middle of a snowstorm. But I had a really good friend of mine, an amazing independent professional wrestler from out on the West Coast. Everybody, please help me welcome here. That's right. Honk, honk. It is the Canadian Goose. Goosey, how are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty decent. Uh, like, uh, had a unmitigated disaster last night on the goose call. <laughs> that was a bit of an unfortunate thing, but uh, I've already talked to Spencer and we are planning to let, uh, actually reshow the match. Uh, it turned out when we, we broadcasted it from his computer rather than mine, it seemed to work good. Whereas my computer was like, like we were getting like one screenshot every like five seconds. And it, I was so embarrassed and, and just appalled it. Because hey, I, happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, it's, it, you know, a you know, learning experience, you know, right. Other than that, I'm happy to be here. Hopefully I can redeem myself. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you, you can. I mean, you're not going to be using up all the resources on your computer showing videos this time around. So it is going to be all good. Something that, that, something that really interests me and um, kind of has me a little puzzled is this first topic that we have on the docket for today. We're talking Kevin Owens and where he decided to go after his contract ended. Very surprisingly, he has stayed with the WWE. I am absolutely shocked by this. Never in my wildest dreams did I think that with the landscape of professional wrestling and all of the amazing content that's out there and the great companies and the great friends that he has out there that he would have decided to stay with the WWE goose. What are your thoughts on KO staying with the WWE? Uh, I, I, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, I'm, you know, I understand like he's probably making a lot of money. Uh, you know, he did mention uh, that he did so to uh, for the betterment of his family. And uh, you can't blame someone for that. Also, like, I mean, despite all the, you know, it, it's not really the most secure job you can have, uh, given all the firings that have gone on this year and stuff. But like, it's got to be a hell of a lot of fun to wrestle in the WWE. Oh, like, sure. it's, you know, like, it is the most established promotion. Like, you, you, you you are going to have more cachet wrestling there than AEW currently at this point. It's just kind of the facts of life. But at the same time, like I'm also like, I am disappointed that I'm not going to get to see uh, Kevin Owens square off on the microphone against uh, Eddie Kingston or, or MJF, you know, uh, my cousin was super stoked that uh, Kevin Owens was going to go to uh, AEW too because he was all about the Mount Rushmore thing and wanted to see Mount Rushmore wrestle the Undisputed Era. And I was like, yeah, that would be pretty pretty great. 
and and whatnot. Like, so there's a lot of like little things like that that are, you know, it's it's a little bit of a bummer. I mean, the Owen Hart tournament would have been perfect for Kevin Owens, right? Um, but I, the the homeboys never disappointed me. I've never watched a Kevin Owens match and been like, oh, that was trash. So like, whether he's doing that in WWE or AEW, like it's for the betterment of all wrestling fans. So. It definitely is. And I mean, as you mentioned already, right, the WWE is really that place, right? The revolutionary force in sports entertainment for over 50 years. Mm-hmm. It, it, it has been. So, of course, they're going to be offering him probably as much money as they possibly can, considering where he can go, what yeah. they could do with him in another company. And I mean, currently right now, they really have him already doing some really good things in the WWE as a top tier star. You know, it's it's it it does make sense. A hundred percent. It does make sense. I was just completely shocked that that's the, the, the route that he went with. I'm surprised that he didn't take con money. I'm well, I, I here's the thing is like I would be very shocked and, and surprised to find out that he didn't even entertain any offers. Like I would suspect he entertained an offer and then the WWE he took it back to them and said, Hey, this is what they're offering, or you know, and they were like, Oh, well, we'll double that or whatever. And he was like, Okay, well, guess I know where I'm staying, <laughs> you know. I like who knows how that went down, you know, like uh, WWE, I'm sure, doesn't want a reputation for guys leaving their company and going to AEW and being like, yeah, it's better over here. Like, that's not the perception WWE wants to get, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, it definitely isn't. You never want to have that type of a uh, reputation of, oh, if I'm not happy here, I can just jump ship and go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we had that at one time. We definitely did. Uh, but... I'd be hard pressed to say that uh, um, that those days are past us because I really I know that they're not, especially with the uh, the amount that uh, that Tony Khan and and his daddy can really do for him. I, I totally understand that, but again, you don't want the WWE doesn't want to get a reputation of being that type of a company, right? Yeah, all our guys are are leaving to go to greener pastures and you know like there's not supposed to be greener pastures it's the wwe (laughs) right yeah oh my goodness you talk about greener pastures and you talk about these people that uh you know when i was when i was wrestling definitely my goal was to make it to the wwe 100 it was as i'm sure a goal for you is to some way somehow maybe even when they're local be on a WWE show, whether it's a house show or whatever, right? Oh, it'd be I a mean, dream come true for sure. Exactly. Well, that dream seems to have come true for this next person that we're going to talk about here. And this person is a ring of honor champion right now. We're talking about the lovely rock C. Um, had a tryout, a tryout match with the WWE, a current ring of honor champion trying out for the wwe and from what i understand i haven't gotten full on this yet but from what i understand impressed so it'll be very interesting considering technically everyone within roh has been fired it'll be very interesting if 
you know, WWE makes an offer to Roxy for a spot in what would be right now NXT as the Ring of Honor World Champion. Well, women's I, I, champion, but I would suspect that uh, if she comes into WWE, she probably will like have to like relinquish the belt. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't suspect that the ROH Women's Championship is going to be defended on NXT television. That'd be that would be cool, but uh, I yeah, I, I highly doubt that that would happen. I, I don't know too much about Roxy. I I listened to her interview with Spencer earlier today because I knew this was going to get brought up and stuff. And she's I I know she's incredibly young, like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. Um, so like she's obviously uh, been busting her butt because she's like started wrestling when she was like fourteen, which. Anytime that happens, it's like, okay, well, like she's 20 now. She's going to be incredible when she's 30. And from what I hear, she's already like really impressive. <laughs> yeah, she definitely is. She definitely is. We got Ed popping in here as well. Merry Christmas, my friends. Merry Christmas to you as well, Ed. And another comment from Ed here says, we'll have, we'll have you on L-O-W as I, oh, on low as I watch NXT. I don't know why I spelt that out. So he's watching NXT because if you don't know, Ed is part of the Love Wrestling crew as well. And make sure that at 10 or 9.55, I believe tonight, 9.55 Eastern Standard Time, he is going to be going live with Astrid. Uh, make sure that you make yourself a little bit of NXT so that you can go and watch some NXT talk with Ed and Astrid. And if I, if I'm correct, it is only the two of you tonight again. And let me know if that's correct or not. Ed Roxy is absolutely amazing. And, and uh, I'm happy that she has this opportunity that she got this, uh, this tryout with the WWE, because like we said right now, she really has no contract. She has no job. I guess Are you could say. Yeah. Um, did, did you, do you know, I mean, I'm not trying to completely change the subject. Do you know if any other uh, ring of honor uh, wrestlers were uh, tried out at the same time? Not that I saw, not that I've heard of. Um, I, the only one that I know of is rock C. So it's again, for me, it's very interesting that she would be as the ring of honor women's world champion, that she would be the one that is kind of brought in for something like that, as opposed to, uh, you know, maybe like um, the bouncers, right. Or, or, you know, a, a, another established tag team from there, or even a more established singles competitor, uh, because I'm sure that all of them are going to have to go and do a tryout of some sorts, unless yeah, I, you're I, like the Briscoes, which if you make them try out, slap you upside the head because no they don't need to yeah that seems <laughs> redundant to me right i mean i i feel like from everything i've heard though there's a bit of a moratorium going on the signing of indie wrestlers and they're more concentrating on just like athletes and people from collegiate backgrounds and and stuff like that right now they've kind of put a stop like even if you watch N nxt 2.0 it's it's mostly make it made up of like newer folks that were not established on the independence uh before they went to nxt right now okay. so like i i do i do cut that kind of concerns me because like the, all those people in ring of honor definitely deserve to have jobs 
and be seen by wrestling fans because like Ring of Honor has been amazing since their first show. So like uh, the the fact that that many people are just out and about and the only person that gets uh, uh, a look is Roxy. I mean, that says a lot about her for sure. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I, I hope that some other folks also uh, get opportunities. I do have to say, so all of these people from Ring of Honor that have been technically fired or let go, they are slowly starting to pop up in different places. And I, I believe if I'm remembering correctly, I saw it earlier today, um, Jonathan Gresham is going okay. to be defending he's he's the he's who well who's who's the roh champ right now yes yeah, jonathan oh. gresham yeah I, yes. i'm not sure i know who jonathan gresham is i i've watched a lot of his youtube videos from the octopus university on how to do crazy yes. wrestling holds he, yes. he's he's fantastic like I, I i can't like even like fathom how he stores all that knowledge in his head, you know? Right. Like how does the guy not walk around like Modoc with a huge, like, <laughs> you know, I can't do that anymore. Uh, I've had too many concussions that I can't do that anymore at all. It just, it doesn't happen anymore for me. Uh, but yes, Jonathan Gresham is going to be defending, defending the ROH world heavyweight championship at a, game changer wrestling show their next pay-per-view that's coming up which oh, i cool. found very interesting that uh, even though technically they're not with the company they're still going to defend those championships in other companies do you think that's a good thing or do you think that's a bad thing um well unless there's been some sort of pre-arranged worked out agreement that we're not aware of i would suspect that the problem is are they going to change the belt on a different show? Like that seems really unlikely, <laughs> you know, right. it's like if you go to a WWE non-televised uh, event, sure. There's the small little, you know, 1% chance a belt might change hands, but you pretty much know going in your, what, what you're getting and don't get me wrong. What you're getting is to watch Jonathan Gresham wrestle, which is awesome. <laughs> but right. it, whether or not you'll see a title change there, I'm skeptical. I, you know what? I agree. I don't think that um, we're going to see a title change at all. Um, yeah, definitely not. I'm just pulling up the article here right now just because I want to make sure that I have everything correctly. So, yes, the ROH world title will be defending at the world, the WRLD on GCW. So, Game Changer Wrestling announced on Monday Jonathan Gresham will defend against Blake Christian at the Hammerstein Ballroom event on January 23rd in New York City. So, very interesting. Very, very interesting that they're going to have, um, you know, that championship being shown on their programming because for the longest time, that was something that you just didn't do. Like, it was, like, even when, like, Ric Flair did it, like, I mean, they they like pixelated out, yeah. you know, like it was just something that you just don't do. And nowadays it just seems like it's old hat. Like everybody's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen like a lot of uh, belts defended across. Like it's not the first time the ROH belt has been defended on an, another indie show. You right. know, it's, it's, that's just happened many times. I, I would suspect, 
like you're going back to like the first few years of ROH having belts. I think they did a, there was like an event in England that was run by another company where they brought over the champ and like, <clears throat> pardon me. So like, that's all, that's all uh, great stuff. You know, I mean, a game changer wrestling too. Like uh, I, I wouldn't sleep on them because I've checked out a few of their shows and <laughs> it's pretty, pretty crazy. I like the, that they span the whole gambit, like from like great technical wrestling to just straight up hardcore nonsense. Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. That's exactly what I was going to make sure that was mentioned as well. I mean, lots of people, when they hear the name game changer wrestling right now or GCW, they're thinking it's just hardcore death match, light tubes, flaming barbed wire bullshit going on well no it isn't they actually do have some great technical wrestling that happens on those shows as well and you can find some game changer wrestling on youtube for free like how freaking amazing is that game changer wrestling is out there mlw is out there canadian wrestling's elite put stuff out there for free. oh i was on one of those <laughs> right right yeah um, Ignite Wrestling, my friend, uh, Kim Artlip. Happy birthday, Kim. It is Kim's birthday today. I love you so much, Miss Kim. Happy um, birthday. I mean, Ignite Wrestling, her company as well. It, it's it's on YouTube. Miss Kim with Ignite Wrestling is even on Roku. So mm -hmm. like, it, it's out there for everyone to be able to see some amazing professional wrestling as we've talked about pretty much this entire past year. There's so much good content that's out there for free. Talk about your experience with Canadian wrestling's elite for me now is oh, this is this recent or is this uh yeah it was this this year the cruel summer eye pay-per-view that they did uh, at the lilac resort I was I I wrestled uh, AJ Sanchez in the main event of the pre-show <laughs> we, we had it it was it's one of my favorite matches of my whole career I mean I would have been better if I won <laughs> but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Uh, as far as showings go, it was good. And I do have another date coming up with uh, Canadian Wrestling Elite, uh, January the 20th in Grand Prairie. So uh, apparently they like me still. And uh, that's that's good news. Uh, I've, I've done a few shows with them. I wrestled Danny three times for the uh, for an opportunity to wrestle him for the belt. And I, I didn't come out on top, but uh, I, I, I got a, enough uh, people thinking that I, I belong there to be asked back. And I, I appreciate it getting booked so much so and 100 percent, that's what matters as long as you've made that impression that good impression where they're going hey this kid's got something we need to make sure that we call him back the next time that uh, that we're in the area that is something that's absolutely fantastic and even i don't know have they called you and just been like hey we're gonna be over here not where you are but we're gonna be over here can you travel over here for us uh, well, um, I'm, I'm part of like a mass group and like the, they did say that they had some dates coming up in Winnipeg. Uh, they were looking for pretty much anyone that was in this group to jump on. I unfortunately just don't have the money to go to Winnipeg at that, uh, for that particular, uh, booking. But, um, yeah, no, I was uh, once, once Christmas is over and uh, the funds are kind of repleted there then maybe we'll get on more shows out there because I, I would love to work there i'd love to work anywhere in canada i really really want to do uh uh vancouver british columbia uh right. like vancouver island especially because like all my family's from uh victoria and so i think yeah. if i wrestled there i i could be able to get like you know it looks like 15 people to come watch the show at least so that's how you got it that's how you got to present it to the booker you just got to be like hey 
I got all these people. I got all this family here. You book me. I'll get all these people in the seats for you. Yeah, yeah. I I I try. I went to uh, uh, Vancouver Island uh, in September, and I was trying to get on those shows. But unfortunately, my last match before I left for September, I got walloped with a chair. And uh, it kind of cracked the back of my skull open, and I had a really gnarly concussion. So I, I didn't think it was a great idea for me to try to wrestle with a big open wound on the back of my head, and and and, and my wits not quite about me. So right, yeah, it was it was it was. I actually was I was pretty torn up that I I wasn't able to do those shows to 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 be a part of that. So hopefully in the future we can we can fight that. That exactly. I mean, you never say never in the world of professional wrestling. You know that I know that, and all of my listeners know that as well, because that's something that I say on a regular basis. Um, so I also would really love to wrestle in Newfoundland for the, the there's two NEWs, there's one in Vancouver, and there's one in Newfoundland. I'd love to wrestle for them both. And there was almost one in Ontario, yeah, yeah, there was that oh, I solid. almost created. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, it was going to be called Next Evolution Wrestling. And uh, yeah, things just haven't panned out yet. But things well, are in the works. So if hopefully... things if things start to pan out, uh, give me a call and we'll... Yeah. All, all of my friends on the Love Wrestling crew are definitely going to know about it. I got... Mm-hmm. So here we go, folks. I'm going to see if I can get this to show up here. Let me... Order summary, the performance package. Oh, somebody ordered uh, some some crop preserver and ball reviver and lawnmower 4.0. It's a good good investment. I guess you have to drink now, eh? I do. <laughs> that right there shows the promo code that was used. What I want everybody to do is make sure that you go right down there, manscaped.com. And if you're in Canada, it even gives you a little button that you can click on to say that you're in Canada, which changes it to Canadian pricing for you. Use that promo code love wrestling and screenshot and make sure you send that to me over at TB talk pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now we're going to take the glass. Here it is. And we're going to take the Jagger. And yes, you, as you can see, this Normally, I mix you've, this. You drive from that bottle, hey? Oh, not the first time at all. <laughs> Normally, I mix. I don't know if I've ever drank Jägermeister straight. Maybe once at a bar, somebody bought me a shot of it. It is very like licorice taste. Yeah, it's kind of a sweet thing, right? Yeah, a little sweet, but like black licorice. Okay, so there it is, everybody. I guess bottoms up. Matt, Matt coming in here. <laughs> uh. Now, I don't recommend you try to use the lawnmower 4.0 while you're, uh, you've been uh, partaking in the Jägermeister. Uh, the, that could cause extra nicks and cuts that the, the Manscaped is designed to completely prevent. That is right. You definitely do not want to do that. While I kind of take this in for a moment, we're going to take a little bit of a break and you're going to hear from Manscaped. All right, guys, we're looking for new commercial ideas to promote the Lawnmower 4.0 below the waist trimmer. 
Now we're really trying to avoid any testicle or butt shaving innuendo for this ad, so let's try to keep it classy, okay? But why, sir, should we beat around the bush? We'd really rather focus on how the skin-safe technology helps reduce nicks and cuts rather than the area that we're shaving this time. Uh, may I offer a rebut? Oh, why did you say rebuttal like that? Guys, let's focus. Let's talk about how it's uh, waterproof for anybody who wants to shave in the shower. I'm sorry, but this is an asinine idea. <laughs> yeah, I think it's completely cockamamie, if you ask me. <laughs> Guys, now listen, I don't want to be a dictator here. But... If you're a dictator, does that mean that you can punish us under the penal system? <laughs> we don't need to resort to children's bathroom humor. Let's talk about how the Lawnmower 4.0 has a travel lock. It won't turn on in your luggage. Let's talk about how it has a new adjustable guard and an LED light. Beat better than fallen butt jumps. What do you say, guys? What do you say? Well, I'm glad we got that rectified. Like, like rectums. Right? Was that good? Did you like that one? Oh, my God. Good work. I give up. You're all animals. All of you. Go to manscaped.com and order your lawnmower 4.0 today. And there you have it, my friends. One of the commercials from Manscaped. Thank you so much to Manscaped for not only being an amazing supporter and sponsor of the Love Wrestling program, but for allowing us to use those commercials as well on this programming here. Absolutely love it. Remember, use that promo code Love Wrestling and save yourself some decent amount of cash when you use it. Um, 20%. It is, it is huge. It is a big savings, especially around this time, the holiday season, Christmas time, when you might not have as much money in the bank. You can save some of that when you go to manscaped.com and use that promo code love wrestling. If you do send me a screenshot to at TV talk pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and I will then take another shot of Jaeger Meister. We're going to move on to something that is great for all of us in Canada. Something that it, it, this is a first that has happened where a professional wrestler is being honored in a huge, substantial way. The Canadian Walk of Fame has inducted Brett Hitman Hart into the Canadian walk of fame. This for me, this is absolutely fantastic. You know, growing up um, I, I, three years old, I started watching professional wrestling. And of course the WWF back then was what was on the television. And who did you see? You saw Bret Hart, this guy from Canada, from somewhere that I live being represented on television absolutely fantastic and especially some of the names that he is joining inside of this as part of the 2021 induction uh we're talking olympic champion damian warner and canadian actor keanu reeves <laughs> keanu reeves yes put into the canadian walk of fame alongside brett hitman 
heart. Now, Goose, tell me, how does this make you feel as not only a professional wrestling fan, but as somebody who ha- who is currently still working in the business? I think it's cool. I mean, the only other real, like, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to sell, like, uh, Dave Meltzer's thing short or anything, but uh, like the only other Hall of Fame in wrestling that really has any meaning behind it is the WWE Hall of Fame. And even that is sometimes people are like, well, you're putting in The Miz. Like, okay. <laughs> um, I, I I think it's great for Brett. Uh, he, if any, any Canadian wrestler is deserving, it's absolutely Brett the Hitman Hart. Um, uh, I think he deserves to have an induction where he's not attacked. That's right. <laughs> really, really like something he deserves. Um, so yeah, yeah, I am all behind that. Uh, I, 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 I never met Bret Hart, um, but I, I met Bruce, and Bruce Hart's pretty cool. Uh, I wrestled Bret's uh, nephew Matt as well, and that was also really? a really fun time. Yeah, very, very interesting. So I think the only other place that really might be. Um, a good spot for Bret Hart. And I'm not sure if he is in there or not, but we're, we're, we're looking at the cauliflower alley club. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a, a pretty credible uh, pro wrestling uh, hall of fame for sure. Right? I, I mean, it just doesn't have the cachet of a WWE thing, right? Like it, that's, that's, I'm not trying to sell any, any of the other hall of fame short. I'm just, Oh no. Yeah. Definitely it kind of, but yeah, for me, I think that that one there, the Cauliflower Rally Club, I personally, I put that one above the WWE uh, Hall it's, of Fame. But I mean, that's that's something that I would say that it has it has more credibility, but not as much cachet. Very true. Very yeah. true. Just and because, I'm about like, that credibility. Yeah, like the WWE Hall of Fame is okay. Who does Vince want to go in the Hall of Fame this year? And that's how it's determined. <laughs> and the the cauliflower alley thing is much more of a like there's a committee of people and and votes are taken and and that kind of thing. So, like I say, it, it, it lends more credibility to uh, to the whole process rather than just one man's arbitrary choice. Oh, Miz, you deserve this. No, and I'm not trying to say the Miz doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but like in ten years. <laughs> right like yeah we're going to talk about the hall of fame a little bit here we're going to talk about the wwe hall of fame just a little bit uh because it's been okay. brought up anyways on, we're, we're... yeah, yeah. okay goose has to take a moment and that's perfectly fine we will let goose take a moment as i introduce what I is know. happening here so what we're going to do is we're actually going to talk just a few moments about the wwe hall of fame And we know that that time of the year is coming around very, very soon. Always WrestleMania season is when we start to hear the names that are being inducted into the Hall of Fame. I want to get a little bit of your perspective, Goose, on the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame. Do you have any ideas or any inkling or any notion at all or maybe even any spoilers as to who's being inducted uh no i'm not really uh that in the know that anyone's calling me up to tell me who the uh inductions are but uh i, I um again like the th- the whole thing with the miz i do think the miz is worthy of being in the hall of fame like he was in the main event of a wrestlemania 
but I, I also think that he's got a long career still ahead of him. Yes. So I, I, I don't understand why he's, he's going in there uh, at this point. I think that uh, one person that I'll always think uh, should go in is the dynamite kid. Uh, right. Like long overdue on that one. Uh, for sure. Like there's, there's a lot of, uh, of legendary wrestlers. Is the undertaker in yet? He should be in. Right. Uh, I'm not even not sure yet. if uh, The Rock is in. I don't believe so. Not yet. Yeah. And like, if you're going to put someone in based on their Hollywood achievements and stuff, maybe maybe that's the gimmick <laughs> with this whole Hall of Fame thing is there. The Rock's going to come in and be like, oh, yeah, you got your mid. Well, I'm coming in, too. And, <laughs> you know, Bubba and, Duke's then, and then they can wrestle, quick. you know. Right. Yeah. Have them wrestle. Definitely. Bubba Duke stopping in here quick. The regular co-host on this show. Uh, he says, hello, guys. And uh, stopping in before heading out into the woods. Bubba Duke has already put out there that he uh, he works um, doing snow removal. I guess you could say snow plow uh, on the highways. So uh, Bubba Duke, stay safe out there, brother. And uh, yeah, just be safe out there because I know how the weather is out there right now. Here's how I want to see things go for the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2022. I want to see there be a huge spectacle around this. I want to see a number of people coming together and talking about one single person. And that person being The Undertaker. Mark Calloway. I want to see the WWE say screw everything that we have done in the past. You know what? No, include include the other two, one or two um like little award ones that they do. Um I can't even remember what they're called now. See, that's that's Yeah, that's like they have their own special wing where they just announce like 20 people that all deserve their own like <laughs> Yeah, no, no, but not yeah, even I think, that. I mean, wasn't I mean, like Luthez included in one of those where it was just like, oh yeah, also these people. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yes, um, the Warrior Award. That's it. I don't know why I couldn't remember oh, okay. that. I got the Warrior up on my wall here a couple of times. Uh, the Warrior Award. Yes, definitely make sure that you do something for a Warrior Award. But as for actual inductees into the Hall of Fame, I want to see one person only inducted and that is the undertaker and you spend the entire night having people that he has worked with having people from his past and having people from the present simply giving their honor and respect to the undertaker that's how i want to see the hall of fame go this year it's just like the the roast of the undertaker <laughs> well let's not roast him <laughs> But let's honor him and everything that he has done for the business because he has done a hell of a lot for the business. He definitely has. 100%. I, I would like to see more wrestlers get uh, roasted, though. <laughs> and I think that that is something that you might see with someone that you've talked about a little bit on this program. I think that that is something that you might actually see with The Miz. Okay, I yeah. 100% see the Miz being somebody that that even himself goes and says, "Hey, listen. Don't just, you know, bullshit something around here. Um roast me. 
like let's do a whole roast night out of this uh in honor of me because well i'm worth it and i'm good enough for that and i should be in the spotlight yes the miz definitely should be in the spotlight uh what do you think on that idea I think it's a fun idea. I, I, I do feel like we're probably just going to get like the, the standard fare, you know, the Miz will be the main guy. Then there'll be a couple undercard guys, one person that has died and then a lady wrestler and a, and a celebrity. I think that's pretty formulaic at how they've been doing it for the last few years. And I would expect that trend to continue. I think we definitely need to change that though. Like that. I, I, I think that that cycle has run its course. And I would like to see that cycle broken. And I would like to see that change. Yeah, personally. I mean, that, it, that that's fair. I think, uh, was if I'm not mistaken, when uh, Impact Wrestling does their Hall of Fame, it's usually a, a, only one person is inducted at a time. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, and this past uh, Hall of Fame for Impact Wrestling was actually Kia Stevens or Awesome Kong. Oh, okay. I was super stoked about. Um, I, I love Kia. She is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I have seen her work. I have not been on any, I haven't worked shows with her, but I've been at shows where she has worked and it has been absolutely fantastic. I absolutely loved watching her work. Um, she's been amazing throughout her entire career. Yeah, I, I, I really like her too. Like she's just like, she's somebody who I, I could see myself like going out and having a fun match with just because she's so big and intimidating and monstrous. It, it would be, you know, all she'd have to do is beat me up and it would be fantastic. Right. Um, but I, I, I also think that you definitely have to put over her acting ability because she was pretty great and glow. Right. A hundred percent. She was my god like that was just another <laughs> little icing on the cake is like she's 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 acting she's in glow which yeah. i watched that entire like i yeah i'm, I'm sad it got that. canceled it was really Me good too it was absolutely fantastic now i think i, I mean, took to it better than heels though the, yes uh, yeah yes, i like heels too. too but but i i think glow is superior I definitely took more to that as well. I don't know if maybe it's because I was born in the eighties, you know, I was born in 81. So I don't know if maybe because of that eighties vibe that was there, maybe that's why I kind of gravitated towards that. But a hundred percent, I absolutely loved everything that happened with glow. And I'm sad that it got canceled as well. Now I am a guy and yes, I do enjoy seeing boobs and I do enjoy, you know, seeing nudity. Uh, like See more if you get men. the, uh... The, the landscape thing, the manscape thing, you, you keep, keep yourself uh, uh, up to par there and, and right. you'll, you'll get more action. You'll get that. You'll <laughs> get that nudity in real life as opposed to just seeing it on glow. Yeah. Which personally, I don't think that they really needed that on the glow programming. Oh, I don't remember the, the nudity of in glow. But th oh. that might just speak to how well everything else was executed that I was, I'm like, oh, there was boobs in that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there definitely was. There definitely was. Matt coming in here saying that The Undertaker is simply amazing. He had a fantastic career, I think. I 100% agree with you, Matt. He definitely did have an amazing career. 
Talking about careers, I'm very excited about the people and the careers that are going to be started from our next topic here. A new upstart company in the world of professional wrestling called the IPWF making waves with a pay-per-view that they just recently did, which was absolutely fantastic. December 18th, 2021 is when this happened. Uh, my, I don't know. Have you, have you got a chance to see the IPWF yet? Uh, I'm not sure. Cause I did see that on the list of things and I looked it up, but what I found was, uh, it was an impact wrestling show taped in Mississauga, Mississauga, Ontario, where all the wrestlers were under, uh, different gimmicks. Uh, why wouldn't, uh, they had Bill Ding and, uh, I think one guy's name was race track. It was, it was, it was fantastic. I loved it. And I was like, ah, oh, I so wish I could have been on this show. I would have fit right in, <laughs> but so I, if are- that's not what you're talking about. Then I have no idea. But the, if you're looking for that throwback impact, self pop pro wrestling style thing, like that's, I, I, I was, I saw that one little clip and I was like, oh, this, this is great. I, I would love to do this. <laughs> so what you saw was the first one that happened back in 2019 from Mississauga, Ontario. Um, the second one happened December 18th in Louisville, Kentucky, or Louisville, Kentucky. And yes, Impact Wrestling has been doing, this is the second one that they've done, called Throwback Throwdown 2, professional wrestling event produced by Impact Wrestling. Um, this was absolutely fantastic. Find it somehow, some way. If you don't have a way to find it, what I want you to do is message me on my socials at TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we will definitely get you a way to watch that. So storylines for this, essentially, the event featured a self-contained event. It was called the IPWF, the Impact Pro Wrestling Federation or Impact Professional Wrestling Federation. And this was called Winter War 84. <laughs> and it existed outside of the standard uh, chronology of the uh, uh, actual Impact Wrestling. It featured professional wrestling matches and current Impact Wrestling stars as different characters that sometimes were... Uh, less uh, distinguishable than their actual characters. I'm just going to run through this card here super quick for everyone. I'm not going to tell you who wins, who loses, because I want you to go and watch this. But in the pre-show, we had, and I'm just going to give you the character names. I'm not going to give you who they actually were. Some of them you will be able to kind of figure out because, you know, I did beforehand, but some of them you won't. So Duke Winchester taking on Mr. E in the pre-show in a very quick three-minute, 50-second squash match. And then we had Chad Too Bad. Yes, everybody knows who Chad Too Bad is. Taking on, as Goose mentioned earlier, Bill Ding. Yeah, then we had from, he came right? out with the, he was using the manscape thing on his face. <laughs> right? Yeah. Then you had the rhythmic warriors taking on Sunday Morning Express. Okay. <laughs> so in that one, okay, I will tell you that uh, Sunday Morning Express 
There is an editor in chief and an ace reporter. I won't tell you who they are, though. <laughs> okay. Then you had Frank the Butcher taking on Rip Razor. Then you had Georgia Cobb taking on Ladybird Johnson. After that, it, it was we had La- Ladybird Johnson. Did she wrestle on uh, AEW last night? I, I didn't see any the, oh, okay. Um, my, my my friend Gigi Ray was in a six-man tag. It was like her AEW debut on Dark Elevation. Okay. And I th- I think one of the other girls might have been named Ladybird, but I'm not sure if it's the same girl. <laughs> I I don't know. I'll have to look that up. But yeah, this this character, um, an, an impact wrestling star going by the character of Ladybird Johnson. So yeah, if you can't tell, that was the female match. <laughs> Okay, so if it's an impact person going under that, it's probably not the same person. Okay, <laughs> okay. Next up, we had... And, and okay, there were 12 matches on this show, including the one pre-show. It was absolutely fantastic. In like two hours and 15 minutes, it was okay. pure genius. We had Giuseppe Scovelli, Scovelli, sorry, Giuseppe Scovelli Jr. taking on Quincy Cosmos. We had Harry Hall taking on Badlands Bart. We had Ima Bell taking on Rusty Iron. Rusty Iron. That's Rusty a fantastic Iron. name. I love it. We had Tim Burr. That's right. Yes, yes. Tim this Burr is one of the guys I saw. <laughs> taking on Eric the Redwood. And no. It is not who you're thinking. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. I'm thinking of the little fella, Grizzly Redwood from Ring of Honor. No. No. (laughs) We had, okay, so um, I'm a bell and Rusty Iron. That was another women's match. Just so so we're clear. Okay. The third women's match on this show. Yes, you heard that correctly. Third women's match on this show. We had Jazzy Fitbody taking on <laughs> Wanda the Werewoman. Okay. We had the Stomp. chick from Glow. <laughs> <laughs> we had Stomp in Paradise taking on the Russians. And then we had Sex Ferguson. Yes, everybody knows who Sex Ferguson is. We had Sex Ferguson taking on Santa Claus. <laughs> That's right. If you have not seen this show, 100% find a way to see this show because it was fantastic. Now, I will warn you, they did they did throw a lot of jabs and a lot of puns towards the conglomerate, as I like to call the WWE, they did throw, there was a lot of shade going on, but it made for an interesting show. Did they at least direct the shade at 1990, like 1984's WWF and be like, yeah, Hogan is champ is bad. <laughs> like <laughs> a little bit. Sometimes. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, some, some of the things that they did was talking about, um, you know, daddy's company. And, uh, oh, oh, taking over daddy's company, you know, other little things like that. So, um, marrying the boss's daughter, 
was another thing that was thrown out there. Yeah, see, that's like so, 1999. You're too ahead of the game now. Right? You they they keep definitely are. And, oh my God, during commentary, I marked out hard because they even mentioned during a matchup, Sault Ste. Marie. Yes, I've given it away. I live in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. They even mentioned as one of the moves was happening, the commentator goes, oh, he's giving him a good old Sault Ste. Marie right there. And I was like, what? 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 Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, for the Sioux. <laughs> what what move was this? Like, it was just what? like a stomp in the corner or something. Like, it oh, wasn't okay. even anything spectacular. Um, I mean, Sault Ste. Marie. It wasn't like something insulting, anyway. like he teabagged the guy or something. Eh? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it wasn't anything insulting, which was great because I was I would have been pissed. I would have been all over the Twitter machine, as Bully Ray likes to say. Um, yeah. No, definitely it was not in any type of jest at all. So it was it was good that way. But yeah, I'm telling you, go and check that out. You really I, I plan really to. Have. I want I want to see more of it because like those short little clip that I did see, like like I say, I initially I was like, Oh, this is fantastic and I would love to wrestle on this, but it's also just super entertaining. And I, I kind of like that hokey stuff like that. Like um I, I I had a lot of fun watching the uh speaking of Sex Ferguson, um, the uh, the talk of shop a mania pay per view they did where they just showed filmed the whole pay per view in their cul de sac and, the, and they had the fake Ric Flair out there and I was like, oh this this gives me hope that I could be on pay per view because I, I I I could wrestle as good as the fake Ric Flair. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that! I love that some of these people are actually going out there and putting out like some a little bit of comedic stuff once in a while. Not all the time. I don't want it all the time. But mm-hmm. you give me some comedy once in a while, and I absolutely love it. And this Talk of Shop Mania, one and two, I believe they've done. I believe they've done two. Yeah, I think I watched um, the second one. It was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, and, the wrestling yeah. was not good. But it, no. it was a very entertaining show. <laughs> the wrestling on this one, though, was actually decent. It was actually really, really good. Uh, one of my favorite matches from that night. Uh, uh, I'm not going to give away names at all, but I'm going to tell you that. Uh, where is it here? I got to I got to find their names. Georgia Cobb taking on Lady Bird Johnson was a fantastic matchup. I loved it. Um, just go and watch Throwback Throwdown 2 from Impact Wrestling. And it was sponsored by. Pabst Blue Ribbon. You will notice during the broadcast that they probably say PBR or Pabst Blue Ribbon about 60 times. I hope Santa Claus won in the main event and then just chugged Pabst Blue Ribbon like he was Steve Austin. (laughs) You will have to watch to find out. How did Santa Claus do? Santa Claus did fantastic. Did absolutely amazing. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do, Goose. We are going to take one more quick commercial break to hear from our friends at Manscaped. And then when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit um, of... Men, listen up. When it comes to keeping your privates in tip-top shape, use Manscaped's lawnmower 4.0. Talking to you, Private Peters. It's time to shape and skate privates. This trimmer features skin-safe technology to help reduce the risk of nick and cuts when it comes to trimming privates. Yes, ma'am. No, I meant your actual privates. Ma'am, yes, ma'am. That was not an order. 
because it's waterproof, you can trim the field, rain or shine. If you like power, the lawnmower 4.0 has a powerful 7,000 RPM motor, a 4,000K LED spotlight, a wireless charging system, and it's even got a travel lock. So what are you waiting for? Get your privates ready for action and order your lawnmower 4.0 today at manscaped.com. If you want the ultimate care package, check out the performance package 4.0. You'll get the lawnmower 4.0 and the weed whacker ear nose hair trimmer. smell that? I sure do. I think it's coming from down in your trenches. Luckily, Manscaped includes the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. A refreshing spritz that's vegan and paraben-free? Mm, I love the smell of ball toner in the morning. If you're using deodorant on your armpits, don't you think it's time for long-lasting protection on your groin grenades? That's why Manscaped also includes the Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. Fire in the hole! Attention! Looking smooth, privates. Looking smooth. Get your privates ready to engage by ordering the Performance Package 4.0 by Manscaped today. Receive free worldwide shipping, a free pair of Manscaped boxer briefs, and a free shed travel bag. And that's right. Even with that promo code Love Wrestling, you still get that free shipping and you save yourself some serious cash when you go to manscaped.com with that promo code Love Wrestling. These commercials are absolutely fantastic. I am loving each and every one of those commercials that come up. The ticker down below, go down there, manscaped.com, that promo code Love Wrestling. Use that and save yourself some cash. Moving on away from a ball sack, we're going to go to our... Showstopper segment. This showstopper segment is because of the IPWF show that happened where we saw Santa Claus show up in the main event. We're talking, will the real Santa Claus please stand up and our thoughts on different companies using the likeness of Santa Claus inside of their promotions. Now I will give just a quick little, um, blurb on that many of the different companies obviously they're going to use a star within their company so we're seeing a different version of santa claus everywhere that we go that's where things are coming from goose i want you to talk a little bit about this because well there's some experience that goes along with this topic for you isn't there yeah i uh, i wrestled as uh, santa claus um on saturday night and uh, the week before that, I actually uh, did a run-in to set up the match and stuff. So I, it was a lot of fun. I mean, wrestling with the uh, Santa Claus beard on was very clearly going to be a no-go. So, like, we did have to, at the very beginning of the match, kind of, like, spill the beans and be like, yeah, I'm not the real Santa, but I came here to be the Christmas goose and kick some butt. And I, I think we – I had a lot of fun doing it. Like, as far as – like. I'm concerned, like, especially like these smaller independent wrestling shows and stuff. It's all about entertainment. Like 
people are going there to be entertained, you know, and like I have zero issue with Santa Claus or Kim Burr or Bill Ding being on the show. I, I don't, I think it, it's fantastic. So now, did the goose get cooked? Uh, yeah, I did lose oh, a Santa Claus, which I, I was kind of surprised. I, I showed up at the show fully expecting to be like, get my moment of glory as Santa Claus and whatnot. But uh, that's not the, the way it went down. B-Rag Granny, the guy I wrestled, uh, he had other plans. So Interesting. How, how can uh, Santa Claus losing? Santa Claus losing. How grinchy of a Christmas is that? Uh, and and that's another thing I think I should uh, bring up is like when the whole idea was brought about was like, because I consider, I was like, oh, it might be fun for me to wrestle with Santa Claus. And then I mentioned to my uh, promoter, I was like, oh, are we doing like a Christmas show on the last show before Christmas? And he was like, yeah, do you want to wrestle with Santa Claus? And I was like, oh, well, I was just trying to work up the courage to pitch the idea of me working with Santa Claus. And so I went and bought a, a like a Santa Claus outfit, and uh, I talked to him about that too. I was like, "Oh, can I sell pictures with Santa Claus? Like five bucks to get your picture taken with Santa Claus, make my money back on the costume and stuff." And he was cool with that. So, I mean, it's a pretty uh, like fairly lucrative merchandise opportunity. Um, also, uh, I did pitch the idea of uh, my opponent B Rat Garani uh, full on sporting Grinch gear and, and us promoting the match as Santa versus the Grinch. Cause I, I thought that could bring some kids in, but you know, I, 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 I'm not the booker. Now was, was it, the, was it the promoter that didn't go for that? Or was it B-Rad that didn't go for that? I think it was a bit of a combination of <laughs> uh, the promoter kind of want him to do it. And then B-Rat was pretty like resistant to it, but it, he was like, well, if you buy me a costume, I'll do it. Right. And then I guess uh, the promoter, he told me that he did buy him one, but he forgot it at home. And I was like, it's a 10 minute drive to your house, man. I think it's absolutely fantastic when they use any incarnation of Santa Claus on a show, especially around the holidays for the kids, for everyone. Because again, it brings in a little bit of that comedic relief into a show as you guys see back here yes he's in full mankind gear but mick foley has played santa claus on numerous occasions for the wwe mick foley if you have not even seen the film that he is in it's called i am santa claus go and check that out as well it is absolutely fantastic because it is the holiday season i'm not going to end this on a sad note but i do want to say that i am very saddened to hear that one of the members of the team for the the film I Am Santa Claus passed away, Santa Russ. He was a uh, Santa that worked pretty much all over in North America. He lived in Michigan, Upper Michigan. Sadly, he passed away, and it was it was a it was a hard thing for me because I've been following him since watching that film i am a christmas person i love the christmas season i love christmas time um at one point i had three christmas trees i have I decorations all over hey i love mick foley <laughs> yeah, right i do too yeah. i do i do too um mick foley as santa claus has been absolutely fantastic as well <clears throat> and he does such a good job of it that that he actually does play santa claus uh, all over the place, not even just in professional wrestling, but like the, this film was actually kind of 
a little based around Mick Foley. Like he was the name in this movie. Um, it just, it's, it's sad, you know, Santa Russ, uh, rest, rest in peace, my friend. And, uh, uh, we'll see you again. Uh, I'll be hearing you jingling those bells and, uh, we'll take a sleigh ride soon. Yeah, definitely. We will. Yeah. And we're going to get our, here, we're, we're going to get our revenge on Tim Allen for, for doing you bad like that too. <laughs> right. Ah, <laughs> uh, Matt coming in saying it's Christmas. Why not fight as Santa? I think you're hundred percent right there. Why not? Um, I think it's an absolutely perfect opportunity for smiles to be put on the faces of the butts that are in those seats. A good way for people to um, feel good around Christmas season. And generally the WWE, when Santa Claus comes out, whatever is in that Santa bag, that Santa sack, that he has no Santa. I don't know. Maybe Santa does use manscape on his sack. Maybe <laughs> the reindeer. Whatever is inside of Santa's <laughs> Christmas bag, the big red one that he carries around with him filled <laughs> with goodies for you. And for me is normally tossed out into the crowd and everybody gets a little bit of free merchandise. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you shave my balls tonight? <laughs> oh, if only we could find a little filter to put onto that LED light that is on Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 to turn it a red color. We could have our, uh, I, I would definitely do that. I would name mine Rudolph. Why not? <laughs> Oh, oh, Goose, you're coming up with some good shit here right now. This is such good shit. I, I, I'm the one thing we didn't really talk about that I, I am very curious about is what the creative process behind the IWPF uh, is, is. Like, who came up with all those names and gimmicks and ideas? Like, like uh, that's something I'm very curious about. Is that like just the standard Bog uh, Impact uh, Wrestling Creative Team that did that, or was did they? Uh, did they consult the workers and be like, Hey, what do you want your gimmick to be? Like, I, I'm very curious about that. Given the two names, the two notable kayfabe types of names that are on that show, um, Chad, too bad. And sex Ferguson. I bet you those two really had a lot to do with it. Uh, they, they probably came up with the whole idea of doing this um, on top of talking shot mania. Um, impact. I'm, I'm sure, you know, maybe, uh, Bill, Bill DeMott probably went to them and was like, Hey, give me some ideas here. Cause that talk shop of mania has been absolutely fantastic. And, uh, you know, do you think that impact could maybe do something like that? So I'm sure that those two names probably had a lot to do with the, uh, throwback throwdown one and two from impact wrestling. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to disrail. It's just something I was really curious about, and uh, mm. yeah, yeah, just I. Th it seems like that process to me would be fun too. Like, not just like the actual wrestling, but the whole coming up with the all the creativity uh, elements of it and stuff. That's and especially with something that's just designed purely to give people joy, right? 
No, you're not derailing anything at all. This show here goes in a thousand and one different directions. We're like the Dean Malenko of podcasting. Um, you know, Dean Malenko has a thousand and one holds. We go in a thousand and one different directions on this show all the time. <laughs> we bring up Manscaped just as many times as he uh, he he likes to execute the arm bar. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, Mr. Chris Jericho with his wonderful list. He made a list. Jericho made a list and he he checked it twice. He checked it twice and he found out that the arm bar is very nice. <laughs> oh, on that note, Goose, thank you so much for being a guest on this program. It's an absolute pleasure having you on here. I do believe that this is the first time that it has been you and I on this show. You may have been on one turn episode of Turnbuckle Talk when Mighty Joe and I were running things, but I think that this may be the first time that it's just been you and I. Yeah, I I I had a tremendous time coming on your show and uh, and 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 doing this all up. I'll have to get you on uh, one of my Goose Call or or an episode of um, my other podcast that I have on the Backbreaker Podcast Network, uh, Monday Night Shaw um definitely uh please if you're watching this check those out um i if i'm plugging my things i should probably mention i have a store on uh <coughs> prowrestlingtees.com which is kind of a controversial thing right now but uh i think it's still safe to order my stuff <laughs> please do <laughs> uh yeah um uh, so I have, a, I have a store up there. Uh, you can also um, you can re, uh, support me by uh, reaching out to me at Canadian Goose KS on Twitter or uh, Kyle Shaw on Facebook. Uh, I do have a Canadian Goose uh, page on Facebook, but I'm a little less active. I'm, I'm trying well, now that I'm getting like my matches sent to me afterwards and stuff. Mm. And I figured out how to like download them and sort of clip them out with my phone and stuff. I've decided to put up a little, a couple of clips on my Canadian wrestling or my Canadian goose wrestling page on Facebook. So Absolutely. there's, there's some cool yeah. stuff. Watch me as a, a Santa Claus there arm drag a guy a couple of times and dish out a big bionic elbow. This is good, nice. good, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ProWrestlingTees.com is an absolutely amazing place. 100% it is. No matter what type of uh, uh, situations are going on right now, I trust them. And if I trust them, you should trust them too. In fact, if you go over to um, my page over on YouTube, my little space there, and you take a look at the logo you see on the screen right now, that TS Turnbuckle Studios, that is where you find everything having to do with myself, Turnbuckle Talk, Love Wrestling, uh, Turnbuckle Rewind, when I'm able to put out the episodes because of copyright notices, as well as I do Carl Carafel unboxes where every month I bring you another installment of the pro wrestling crate from ProWrestlingTees.com. We've talked a lot about Manscaped today and we absolutely love them, but other people that we love as well is our friends over at Phoenix at FNXFit.com. If you're looking for health supplements or workout gear, go and check out Phoenix at fnxfit.com. While you are there, make sure to use the promo code TBTALKPOD and you're going to save yourself 15% off your entire purchase. As long as it is not a reoccurring purchase, 
that is done. So you can set things up so that it's a reoccurring every month and they just send you product. You don't save on that, but if you do a one-time purchase, you can save on that. And we can't forget about our friends over at Collar and Elbow Brand. We are the very first sponsored a podcast from color and elbow brand i am so excited for them and everything that they continue to do as well founded by professional wrestler al snow one of my favorite people in the entire world check out color and elbow brand.com anything you purchase there whether it's brand new or clearanced merchandise you are going to get a discount on it when you use promo code jk podcast that's right j like joe k like carl and well you're listening to it right now it's a podcast jk podcast for 10 percent off your entire purchase there Streamyard has been fantastic to us here, uh, giving us an amazing platform for us to be able to bring you these video podcasts. Absolutely fantastic. I love that Streamyard has brought this out for us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Streamyard and for everything professional wrestling from podcasts, from shooting the shit, from talking a, between a couple of beards, from, uh, you know, one guy, Josh going unhinged from goose calls, from blowing off streams to articles, to interviews with Spencer Love. Go and check out lovewrestling.ca. So much great content over there. You January will not 1st, be change disappointed. The game, hey? Uh, January the 1st, the Change the Game, uh, the live show that Love Wrestling uh, put on, that's going to be uh, put up uh, online for people to watch. So make January sure January 1st, yeah. you said? Yeah, January the uh, I believe that's I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it's it, it, January. Uh, but yeah, January the first is I, I I'm I, I'm 99 sure it's January first, and that's when the Love Wrestling Changed the Game goes up. Which I think if you're going to mention all the articles, interviews, and everything, mm-hmm. that you you can't forget the live wrestling shows that they put on. So you definitely they, they put on the one the one time and right from from my uh thing on goose calls yesterday it, it's seeming like you stay tuned because there's going to be a big announcement that's that's <laughs> right come on january there is going to be another huge announcement matt love you thank you so much for coming by and sticking with us throughout this entire show we will definitely see you next show Keep on keeping on and make sure that you keep on commenting because we absolutely love all the interactions. And one of the big supporters of Love Wrestling as well is RK Athletics. Make sure that if you are in the Edmonton area that you are checking them out in person. If not, you can just Google RK Athletics and they have got a plethora of different things on their website as well that you can do uh, from home, that you can be able to do right where you are if you're not able to be there in the area. Great people over there as well. And we're so thankful that RK Athletics has kind of jumped on board with Love Wrestling as well because... Yeah, Rich Rich King is uh, in fantastic shape. I I can speak to this. I I have... He was in the, the same match as me at the Love Wrestling thing. And uh, he's, he's strong, very strong, very, very, uh, I mean, I, uh, he's very good looking. I'm not trying to get weird, but <laughs> it's, not Ryan Reynolds. Good looking. Yeah, but if, if you, if you, if you uh, are looking to brush up on some fitness stuff, uh, he, he's a good person to talk to about that sort of thing. Cause he, he really knows what he's doing. 
absolutely fantastic. So on behalf of the Canadian Goose and myself, Carl Carafel, as well as our non-sponsored Dr. Pepper, we are going to say thank you so much and good night. A Merry Christmas to all. Make sure you join us next week as we go through and do the Mighty Joe Awards. Make sure that you're going to that surveymonkey.com site found at TB Talk Pod on any of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Do up that uh, that survey for us. Eight questions long. That's all it is. And we are going to present those to everyone on the next episode of Turnbuckle Talk. Thanks for watching. Oh.